are Iowa State's Matt Campbell and Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy, two of the most overrated coaches in all of college football? Well, one writer over at Mike Farrell Sports, he thinks so. I'm going to talk about that and then give you my opinion. We'll pull up a chair, sit back, relax, and we'll talk about it right after a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Dutch Miller Automotive, where friends and family pricing means you get the best deal right up front on any new or pre-loved vehicle in stock every time. With brands like Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Kia, Hyundai, Ford, GMC, Buick, and Subaru, the Dutch Miller Automotive family is always growing and ready to put you in the car or truck you've been searching for. Check out our inventory across West Virginia at DutchMillerAuto.com or come in today to the home of friends and family pricing only at a Dutch Miller Automotive store near you. What is up, college sports fans, Big 12 fans, fellow members of Mountaineer Nation, and welcome into another edition of Kuz's Corner. Pull that chair up and let me serve you up another shot of top-shelf college football content. On tap in today's episode, we are talking once again about Big 12 football. Today, the focus is on an article that I found uh, over at MikeFarrellSports.com, written by a writer over there named Kyle Golick. I want to pull the article up first of all. Now, this article is about more than just Matt Campbell and Mike Gundy. As a matter of fact, the title of the article is Lincoln Riley, Matt Campbell, and Five Coaches Who Aren't As Good As Their Record Indicates. Guys who have garnered exceptional reputation who may not have earned it by Kyle Golick. Now, those are strong words from Mr. Golick, and Matt Campbell is actually the first one that Mr. Golick touched on. I'm going to share the article, and then I will give you my thoughts. Uh, Mr. Golick says, Matt Campbell, why does he get the love? Matt Campbell rose fast for his work at Toledo, guiding the Rockets to three nine-win seasons with two MAC division championships. At age 37, Campbell earned his first Power 5 job with Iowa State in the Big 12. He took over for Paul Rhodes, who was fired after his sixth consecutive losing season. Campbell quickly returned to Iowa State back to respectability, winning the program's first bowl in 2017 since the 2009 Insight Bowl and winning a pair of Big 12 Coach of the Year honors in 2017 and 2018. In 2020, Campbell elevated Iowa State during the COVID-19 pandemic season, leading the Cyclones to a first-place finish in the Big 12 standings and an appearance in the Big 12 championship game. Iowa State was selected to play Pac-12 champion Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl, the program's first major classified bowl game. Iowa State did play in the 77 Peach Bowl, but the Peach Bowl wasn't classified as a major bowl at the time. Running back Brees Hall had 136 of Iowa State's 228 rushing yards and a pair of touchdowns leading the Cyclones to the program's biggest bowl win, 34-17. During Campbell's time at Iowa State, he has developed great talent in quarterback Brock Purdy, two-time consensus All-American in running back Brees Hall, and a pair of three-time first-team All-Big 12 selections in wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson and Will McDonald IV. So why isn't he as good as his record indicates? After Campbell's rapid rise, he wasn't able to capture the momentum of his high stock. Iowa State is 11-14 since the Fiesta Bowl win. When you look at Iowa State recruiting, Campbell has only one season in the top 40 since 2020. You can also surmise his flirtations with other schools doomed his class of 2021, which finished 61st overall. In 2021, Iowa State was a hard luck team, losing all six games by 10 points or less, the cruelest being the top 10 matchup against Iowa for the Cyhawk Trophy. ESPN College Game Day was in Ames for the contest, and while Iowa State had 
two to one advantages on Iowa in first downs and total yards. It was four turnovers by the heart and soul of the squad, Brock Purdy and Brees Hall, that doomed Iowa State. That 2021 squad returned stars such as Purdy, Hall, McDonald IV, tight end Charlie Kohler, and linebacker Mike Rose to falter as badly as they did following a monumental 2020 season raises eyebrows. Last year, while Iowa State was able to win the Cyhawk for the first time since 2014, the Cyclones only won a single Big 12 Conference game, which unfortunately was against my West Virginia Mountaineers, and they finished 4-8. In a way, I am going to marginalize the 2020 Fiesta Bowl triumph over Pac-12 champion Oregon. The COVID season was completely turned upside down unless you were in Alabama and Oregon backdoored into the Pac-12 championship game in a shortened season. They lost to rival Oregon State at Research Stadium and gave California their only win of the season. Campbell took advantage of the situation. So while you can't entirely take it away from him, you can take away the weight you throw behind it. In the Cyhawk game, Campbell is 1-5 against Iowa. Even in the disaster that was the Paul Rose tenure in Ames, he won three times against Iowa. Overall, Campbell is 10-19 and 19 in games against ranked FBS opponents. That doesn't move the needle. At this point, Campbell is beginning to max out the credit he built up with his Oklahoma upsets and the 2020 campaign. So that is Matt Campbell. Let me give you my thoughts on Campbell, and then we'll go to Mike Gundy, who's also mentioned by Farrell in this article. I understand where Farrell's coming from here. Uh, And I would say that if Matt Campbell continues down this slide that he's on right now, if he loses to Iowa again, if he continues to struggle in the Big 12, then maybe, then maybe you could say, okay, he might be over it. But I think it's too early to say that right now. I mean, what standard are they comparing Matt Campbell to? It's Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell is arguably, and I say arguably because there was a coach there in the 1970s named Earl Bruce who won about 53% of his games and was there for about six seasons, has a slightly higher winning percentage than Matt Campbell. But other than that, in recent memory, Matt Campbell is the best coach to ever coach at Iowa State, has taken them to heights they've never seen. Yes, they've still yet to have a 10-win season. You know, they, he's only beaten Iowa one time. I get all that. I understand his record against ranked teams. But we have to remember, guys, this is Iowa State we're talking about. Do you know how hard it is to recruit? And I'm this is, this is all an assumption here based on geography and, and the historic history of the program. But can you imagine how hard it is to recruit to Iowa State? Can you And look at where they have been historically. It's going to take a lot of time, many years in my opinion, to get Iowa State on a level of some of these other bigger brands. And maybe they never get there. Maybe Iowa State is always going to be an eight, nine-win football team. Maybe that's their ceiling. Maybe we need to just accept that. Now, Iowa State fans, if you're watching and listening, you might disagree. Let me know in the comment section. I want to hear your thoughts, Iowa State fans, on Matt Campbell. Is he overrated? Or is Kyle Golick over at Mike Farrell Sports completely off his rocker? And did he get this totally wrong about Matt Campbell? So give Matt Campbell at least one more year, maybe even two, to see, hey, is he really on a downhill slide? Did he kind of hit lightning in a bottle by getting the Brees Halls, the Brock Purders of the world? Or is he a really good coach who just needs more time? Now let's move on to Mike Gundy. Here's what Mr. Golick had to say about Mike Gundy. Why does he get the love? Mike Gundy has become the elder statesman in the Big 12, having been with Oklahoma State since 2005 as head coach. The Cowboys have achieved great heights under Gundy, either winning a Big 12 division or finishing in the top two in three seasons. His 2011 season was his opus, winning the Big 12, going 5-0 against ranked teams, 
which included a win in Bedlam against number 10 Oklahoma and number four Stanford in the Fiesta Bowl. His five New Year's Six Bowl appearances are the most of any Oklahoma State coach since World War II. Gundy gained extreme notoriety for his now famous I Am a Man rant. Why isn't he as good as his record indicates? If Gundy was telling the truth that he doesn't read the paper, he might not read this section. While Gundy's 156-75 and 75 record with bowl wins in 11 of 17 bowls speaks volumes in the Oklahoma State waters, you look at Oklahoma State's schedules and you begin to scratch your head. During Gundy's tenure, Oklahoma State has beaten three out-of-conference Power 5 opponents in the regular season with winning records. Now, that was a, a very eye-opening stat there. I'm going to read that again. During Gundy's tenure, Oklahoma State has beaten three out-of-conference Power 5 opponents in the regular season with winning records. The 2009 Georgia 8-5 team, the 7-6 and six Mississippi State Bulldogs from 2013, and a 2016 Pitt team who finished 8-5. and five. With all three at home, all three of those games were at home. Houston, who is now a Power 5 team, were beaten also by Oklahoma State, but they weren't when weren't a Power Five when Oklahoma State played them. It always seems like Oklahoma State's schedule consists of a non-FBS opponent, a really bad FBS opponent, and a middle-tier opponent they will overwhelm. The last time Oklahoma State really challenged itself against an out-of-conference Power Five opponent was Florida State in 2014. Without Oklahoma State challenging challenging itself, Mike Gundy isn't quote the man unquote. He ran it about to come after if you are anyone reputable. When you listen to Gunny talk about the Bedlam series against Oklahoma, he let it slip when he referred to the status of the game as history. While he did recover with the cliche coach speak of loving traditional rivalries, he surely won't miss his almost automatic loss to Oklahoma. He's 3-15 against the Sooners. During Gunny's career in 46 games against Power 5 opponents who win 10 or more games, the Cowboys are 13-33 in those games. Another telling stat there. If Gundy is reading, I am almost 40, a man, and I just came after you. So some very harsh words there about Mike Gundy from Mr. Kyle Golick over at Mike Farrell Sports. What are my thoughts on those? I think Mr. Golick has lost his absolute noodle here. Now, and I say that respectfully. Obviously, I say that tongue-in-cheek, but listen. Mike Gundy is a fantastic football. He says a lot of crazy things. He goes on rants. He does and says a lot of things I don't agree with. I didn't like the way he I don't like sometimes the way he treats the media. I think he can be rude. I think he can be a little arrogant. I get all that. But it's hard to argue his success as a football coach. Yes, you can bash his record against Oklahoma. But let's face it, guys. What team in the Big 12 has a good record against Oklahoma? They're Oklahoma. They other than Texas, everybody struggles to beat Oklahoma in the Big or, or did struggle to beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 up until recent memory. Up until last year, anyway, Oklahoma has been the dominant force in the conference for over a decade. So everybody struggles. So I don't think that's a fair measuring stick. That would be like saying, I don't know, uh, let's let's take a team in the SEC. Let's say Mississippi State struggles against Alabama. Well, no crap. It's Alabama. To me, that's just not a reason to go after him. Two. Look at his record, guys. He has a 68% winning percentage over an 18-year career at Oklahoma State. 68%, guys. That's really good. I'm going to read you off a list of some coaches that Mike Gundy has a higher winning percentage than in his career. Listen to this list here. He has a better winning percentage than Gene Stallings, Mac Brown, Kirk Ferentz, 
Frank Solich, Lou Holtz, Frank Beamer, and the same winning percentage as current Utah coach, Kyle Whittingham. Now, when you listen, take all those coaches I just listed. How many of those coaches would you say are overrated? And you may say some of them are. I get it. But you can't argue those are most of those are legendary names on that list. I mean, heck, Mac Brown won a national title at Texas. Lou Holtz won a national title at Notre Dame. He did good things at South Carolina. Frank Beamer put Virginia Tech football on the freaking map, man. Yet, Mike Gundy has a better winning percentage than all of those guys. And, and Kyle Golick wants us to tell me that Mike Gundy is overrated? Come on, man. Get out of here with that mess. Like I said, I, I've criticized Mike Gundy at times for things he has said to the media, and I will call a spade a spade. But Mike Gundy is one of the top football coaches in all of college football, and, and I, don't, I don't know how you even argue that. One, just like I said about Matt Campbell at Iowa State, Mike Gundy is being compared against his, his, own, his own bar. He is the bar at Oklahoma State, at least for now. Yes, there have been some successful coaches before him, but he has kind of taken it to a whole nother level. And again, it can't be easy to recruit at Oklahoma State because you have to recruit the state of Texas pretty well. you got to recruit against Oklahoma. You have to recruit against two Blue Bloods in Texas and Oklahoma and all these other schools in Texas. I just don't think it's fair to say that Mike Gundy is not as good as people think. Now, is Mike Gundy going to struggle in today's game adapting to the transfer portal, NIL, things like that? I don't know. We will see. They did kind of disappoint last year, but you go back two years ago, 2021 season, Oklahoma State was inches away from winning the Big 12 title and probably playing in the college football playoff, guys. And now we all of a sudden want to say, ah, he's not a good coach. Bullcrap. Absolute bullcrap. If you want to criticize Mike Gundy's remarks to the media, you want to criticize his personality, you want to criticize his antics, things like that, totally fair. And it's even fair to criticize his coaching. Criticizing is one thing, but to say Mike Gundy is not as good as his record indicates is absolute hogwash to me. Absolute, total hogwash. I want to hear your thoughts in the comment section, Oklahoma State fans. Please let me know what do you think about Mike Gundy. I was I was hoping to get an Oklahoma State uh, creator actually on here with me today, but I was not able to get up with him to do this with me. I would love to get the opinion of, of someone from Oklahoma State. If you're a fan, so if you're a fan, let me know in the comment section. Other Big 12 fans or Oklahoma fans that might be watching, let me know in the comment section your thoughts on Mike Gundy as a coach, not the way he talks to the media, not in – you know, his personality and any of that stuff. Is he a good football coach? Is he as good as his record indicates? That's what I want to judge him on in this video today. Let me know. And Kyle Golick, if you happen to be listening to this, I totally, I respect your work, a very well-written article, but I totally disagree with your opinion on Mike Gundy. I slightly disagree about Matt Campbell, but can at least see it a little better. But with Mike Gundy, after 18 years, I think it's kind of hard to say he's overrated at this point. With well, that being said, I want to hear everybody's thoughts. And guys, please don't forget to go check out my merch store. Get yourself a ball cap. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a, a coffee mug. All kinds of designs to choose from. Also, you can become a member of Kuzas Corner. For two, there's two levels, a $2.99 a month level and a $4.99 a month level. Uh, different perks that come with them. 
Right now, I want to give a random member shout out to Luke Bart, H B A R Farkle. Right now, I want to give a member shout outs to Luke Bart, H Bar Farkle, Cody Cutright, S A Tackett, and Brad Cheney. Thank you all for, for being being members of Kuzma's Corner. Thank you for your support here. Or you can make a one time donation. There's a little button below that's got a heart with a dollar sign in it. You can click that button, make a one time donation, leave a comment to go with it. Also, you can just, if you want to send me money to my cash app, cash tag Kuzas Corner, you can do that. That's, that's, that might be easier for you. All of that helps support the channel here. You can also support me for free, guys. You don't have to spend money to support me. You can support me absolutely 100% free in four ways. You can hit the thumbs up button, which is a like. You can drop a, the comment below. You can share this out with your family and friends, and you can press subscribe. Help me get to my next big goal of 10,000 subscribers. All of that helps the channel. All of it helps the YouTube algorithm and will help me grow this thing and reach more people with my content. With that being said, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Kuz's Corner. And until the next one, you country roads.